Hello, everyone, to another week of the Adventures of Steffers podcast. We are now on episode 11, and it's a universal episode, so you know it's going to be good. I have my friend and your friend, Angela Dahlgren, on, and we talk about all of our Wizarding World of Harry Potter must-dos. We have a little bit of some tangents in there, but would it be a show if we didn't go off on many various directions? I don't know. You tell me. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy and stay tuned for the end to make sure you follow us on all of our socials. Enjoy. Okay. So as the uh, unofficial den mother to you, Stevers, I feel sure. like I have to tell you about laundry camp that Go I attended it. at the Mall of America because I live in Minnesota and that's that's my mall. It's the Mall of oh. America. Oh. I attended laundry camp with Patrick Richardson and you're like, oh my gosh, why do we care about laundry camp? That sounds so boring. Um, If someone mentioned that to me, I would completely agree. However, I learned so much. So I'm going to give you some laundry hacks super quick, everyone. And you're going to be like blown away. All right, ready? Which will also be a reel at some point on her page. I don't know when people are listening to this, by the way. It's probably going to be a reel. This is Angela, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, by the way. Um, so apparently, I mean, we're going to just skip over, you know, how you don't need to use detergent, all that stuff, because that's totally for a different episode. If you're going to use detergent, we're all using too much. You know how it's like, fill it up to the three or the four. We only need to be filling it up to the one. Okay. Yeah. To the one in the little cup that they give you. Oh, I lose the cup. So I will. Well, we are, we only need like two tablespoons of detergent. We are using way too much. Didn't know that. And we need to be running it on the speed cycle, that express cycle on warm with a cold rinse, which mine doesn't give you the option to like change the rinse feature. I don't know. Anyway, express wash on warm, high speed spin. For like everything? For everything. But everything warm express wash high speed spin everything so why why do i have other functions ma'am exactly exactly steffers we don't really need them the water's getting too hot it's wasting too much money we don't need to be washing things in cold because it's actually not cleaning our clothes it's leaving the soap in our clothes which is also leaving the dirt in our clothes so i am telling you guys this is like a big hack that's going to save us from doing laundry for like 10 hours a week to like four hours a week there is more that i could share but basically we're using too much soap you can get rid of your fabric softener we don't need that you can get rid of your dryer sheets your bleach we don't need that just pull up some aluminum foil instead if you want to get rid of the static and put that in there okay but what do i use instead of uh the first thing you said the softener softener, we don't need it we don't need it but we don't want my clothes to be soft i don't compute it the reason they're not soft is because there's too much detergent in there and we're not rinsing it all out i know i know i'm feeling really mind boggled right now Uh, my mind was blown and this guy is called the laundry evangelist for a reason oh Also save your money dry cleaning because anything can be thrown in the washer. Your Chanel, like, okay, who has Chanel, right? Uh, Your fur coats, anything, your tuxedos, your suits, anything can be put in the washer. Nothing needs to be dry cleaned. On this express warm wash? Just like in general. 
I haven't gotten that far as far okay. as I haven't actually tried to, to do anything that's dry cleaned from home. Um, but nothing needs to be dry cleaned. Save your money. I mean, I don't waste my, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, know dry my dry cleaner is. <laughs> I, don't I don't either, but like, because think about it, Steffers, think about those clothings that are like in museums from like the wizard of Oz, like that kind of clothing that is not dry cleaned. That is hand washed for like, you know, hundreds of years old. It's like conservation. They have to hand wash these clothes. They're not sent to a dry cleaner. Right. Mm. So obviously they've been not done that way. So like, we don't need to dry clean anything. People I'm telling you. I'm going to, well, now I'm about to do laundry. So yeah. Okay. So try it my way. And I'm just saying it's going to change your life. I mean, usually when I, this is not even the topic we're talking about today, folks. I'm just, totally just going on a tangent. If we talked about laundry for an hour, you guys would be like, bye. But this would save me so much time because I put my laundry in the washer and then I walk away. Then half the day goes by and I'm like, darn, I forgot my clothes were in the washer. If I just had it on express, I would just remember because I'd be still down there. Let's be honest. It doesn't like- take that long. Do not even get me started on sorting and how we've been sorting our clothes wrong forever and the whole history behind that. I'm not going to get into it today, but I'm going to entice you. Like we are sorting our clothes wrong. I'm going to tell you right now, I put all my clothes in one basket. I throw it in a bag, I bring it downstairs, throw it all in the washer. So okay, I'm hashtag lazy, but we're keeping it real here. I mean, that's um, what I do too, but like it's mm-hmm. for another day. It's for another it's day. For another, okay. What are, are we sure? talking about? Yeah. Okay. All right. So today I have, uh, what's the word? I have converted Angela to the universal life. We're going to say yes. I'm taking credit. I'm taking yep. credit for that. It's all you. So today we are going to talk about all things Harry Potter and we're going to talk about the must do's, at least in our opinion. We are in no way, shape, or form experts on the subject, but we're pretty well informed. So exactly. That's the tea. That's what we're talking about. If you don't like it, you can skip ahead to a different episode that you might not have listened to. But I suggest you listen because we give some nice bits here. We get some little tidbits there. We do. I mean, if you've caught Angela, she's been killing the real game and she's just been dropping some knowledge for you all. If you haven't, you should. I've been trying. I mean, I have to admit the past week or two, I've been in a little bit of a drive spell, but you guys, my kids went back to school. I was going through a grieving period, but come, come when this episode launches, I'm going to be back in the game. You can watch no, all my no other idea. past reels. I have no idea when this is launching, by the way. Okay. Well, just Maybe assume soon. I'm back at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she's definitely back at it already. Yeah. Do we want to start with the universal side, AKA Diagon Alley, or are we starting with Hogsmeade, the OG? In islands. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do let's do Hogsmeade because it's the OG. Oh, but that does have Hagrid. Yeah, let's do let's do Hogsmeade. Let's do it. Okay, I will just say it. Okay, I'm gonna preface this right now. Since we're starting with Hogsmeade, I'm just gonna go right into it. Okay, I am a dueling dragon stan. So I understand when they were closing dueling dragons, or when they were doing a makeover, whatever we want to call it. I was really depressed, but then I was like, oh, well, at least we still have the ride in general. You know, Harry Potter theme could be cute. Right. I was all right with it. Didn't really even notice anything Harry Potter in the ride because I was like, Dilling Dragons forever. 
And then they said, JK, we're closing it forever. And then I got really depressed. I was like, no ride is going to be better. Right. It's just not. I'm really sorry about that. I'm depressed about it. It's fine. But I will say, I'm going to start off right off the gate. Hagrid's is a phenomenal ride. I I highly suggest. I don't want to give away spoilers, but at the same time. Okay, just don't spoil like. The, the main middle thing. end, the okay, main then, thing. Then, then I'm just not going to talk about it. Why okay. don't we talk about how to get on the ride? Okay, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Because some people, I mean, if you haven't been on Hagrid's, what are you doing? You all know what part we're talking about that she was just about to spoil. That's yeah. just a nice little fun spoiler. So, and we're especially not do that. if you've read the books or I guess watch the movies, you're like, oh my gosh, I get it. This is so cool. I it know what's happening here for everyone. All right. So you went recently. So why don't you tell the folks how you do it? Yes. Okay. So I went on this ride for the first time in March. I had been to Universal many times before that, but the ride was always closed or super long. And finally I went to like, like we're, we're fans. I went to an actual pro. I went to Seth Kuberski who works for the unofficial guide series. And he literally wrote the book for the unofficial guide to Universal Orlando Resort. Like he writes the book, he updates it every year. So I'm like, Seth, I am going by myself to Universal. I'm going for two days. I need to ride this ride. I'm not playing games. I need to know how to ride it. He's like, I got you. We're going to talk about this. Side note, I also have reels on how to ride it, but I'm just going to tell you here if you're like an auditory learner. Correct. So I can't speak to if you're not on property. So stuffers, maybe that can be a you thing, but you stay on property too. So we're just maybe, Mm -hmm. okay, we'll get there. We'll get there in a minute. Mm -hmm. So I was staying on property. I was staying at, where was I saying? Surfside. What's the name of it? Stuffers. Endless summer. Were you on the surf side or were you on the dock side? side? Okay. Surfside endless summer resort, which as an aside, as far as like it's considered a value resort, like on their cheapest end, super nice. The rooms are very much like simple, what you pay for, like you're, you're there to sleep, but they have a Starbucks there. The lobby's beautiful, good food options. So he's like, okay, if the park opens at eight, it means it opens an hour before to guests staying on property, which I was, I was staying on universal property. And he said, that means you have to get the first bus out to the parks. So he's like, that's at the 6am bus. The park opens at seven for guests staying on property. You need to get that 6am bus. I was not playing games. I was at the bus stop at 545 in the morning. I was the only one there. I was all by myself. It's like, perfect. You need to get that 6am bus. I got the 6am bus, took five minutes to get to the parks. And luckily like with COVID and not luckily that there's COVID, but if you're staying at the hotels, they'll check your They'll check your temperature and give you a wristband saying that your temperature has been checked. They'll do that for you at the hotel. So that saves time once you get to the park, having to do it there. They don't do it anymore. Yeah. I'm not sure how things have changed now or if they'll go back to doing it or whatever. It's Florida. So like probably not. Mm -hmm. Um, So then you get there, go through security and people are running through the city walk. Like I'm talking actual running, dragging their kids behind them running to the islands of adventure front gate it's a sport people it it is like these are people I never thought I would see running and I'm like don't you have a heart condition like why are you doing this but people are serious about getting on this ride and Seth said like 
if you want to write it right away, you have to be in those first 50 people in line. And I'm like, okay. So I didn't run because I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I will say I did like a stern power walk. And I, you know, I was, I was moving my little hiney pretty fast. So got there by 617, I was in line at the Islands of Adventure gate. But from there, you, it's just a waiting game. Everybody's waiting. You can't get into the park. Sometimes they open early at like 640. Sometimes they make you wait till seven. And it's just like, you don't really know. So you're just hanging out. But from there, they will open the gate in my I experienced it was like 640, 645. And then people are off running again to Hagrid's. Again, I did my little power walk. And I'd say within seven minutes, I was on the ride. And then you're off doing whatever you want to do for the next hour. And that's kind of the beauty of it. You've already experienced the ride and the stress is off you. Steffers, my question for you is if you are not uh, staying on property, would you suggest, you know, getting there early for park drop for the regular public, or would you suggest trying to get in the virtual queue? So this is my thing. If you are only there, if this is your only trip and you're only going to islands, you know, a couple days, you know, whatever, maybe try it the Angelo way going well you're not going to catch a bus but like try getting to city walk i'm not a hundred percent sure what time they let you into the garages i want to say if it opens up at eight i want to say maybe 6 30 or 7 that they'll let you in the parking lot don't quote me on that you can look that up um, on the google webs i would suggest that i however have never really woken up that early for anything in my life so <laughs> Um, I will always be a virtual queue stan. I know nowadays it's a lot. Well, literally this week, the wait has been like 10, 15 minutes. So there hasn't been a virtual queue. But I know that the virtual queue capabilities, um, I went in June. Yes, I went in June and I was with Theme Park Rob and we were in line for Velocicoaster and I got a virtual queue while waiting in line for Velocicoaster. Hmm. So it's not, it's, it depends on the time of year you're going as well. It depends on how, you know, what time of day you're trying to, you know, do things. If it's, like I said, if it's a short trip, you that's just your one thing to do, show up early. If you are maybe there a few days, try like a virtual queue. I don't use universal Wi-Fi. I honestly, frankly, forget they have Wi-Fi. I would just use your mobile data if you can. If you're from out of the country, I think you only have to. Like your only option is the Wi-Fi. So I wish you all the luck in the world. Just, I would say like stay in one place. Don't move around too much because I'm not a huge fan of theme park Wi-Fi and that's just me. I personally find it really hard to get virtual cues. Yeah, so I was going to say. Things. Yes. Uh, every time I've tried to get one for Hagrid's, I haven't been able to. I've only ever gotten one for the Jimmy Fallon ride, which I didn't. No one needs it like that much. No one needs a virtual queue for Jimmy Fallon. I will yeah, say, you went in March though. Things have a little bit changed, especially with Velocicoaster opening. Not the Velocicoaster's virtual queue, but it'll take some of the people that go ride Hagrid's, and it, it kind of is one of those if the timing lines up. Now, do I think you should wait till 2.30 in the afternoon or 3 o'clock in the afternoon to try to ride this? I, I don't think that. Maybe maybe get there at like 9 o'clock, see what the wait time is. Or wait closer to park close because I hear Hagrid's at night is really, really great. I have not actually ridden it at night yet. And typically, as long as you're in the line before 
the quote unquote park closed time, you will get on the ride. How long that wait will be? I don't know. Sometimes I've heard people say it's only like 30 minutes, 20 minutes. So that's just my opinion. If you want to ride Hagrid's. A total must do. Correct. 100%. I, so I have a new thing that I'm going to try this trip. Um, I'm going to see if we can even, if we're even going to get on Hagrid's. I hope we do. But I bought a, I'm not a huge bag at Universal person because bags have to go in lockers. You got a whole Mm -hmm. thing and you literally can take like your lanyards on every single ride. But another hack that I quote unquote learned and bought into is those skinny um, like runner belts. Yeah. That'll fit your phone. That'll fit a portable charger like that. That's all I need. Bought one and I'm bringing it on my trip this time. On Hagrid's, I usually stuff my phone in my shirt. Don't, I don't suggest that people because my pockets, I'm too afraid it'll fall out. This way I'll at least have a zipper thing. Or are you going to do sunscreen or water? Stuffers can ask booths for water cups Um, and sunscreen. I put it on in the morning. And then by the time that we're, we only really stay there until like lunch oh then we go eat in city walk and then we'll come back and if we need to reapply but i also don't go in the dead of summer it it's all about it's all about strategic things i i also am just sunscreen i put it on my face and then we'll see if i remember to put it everywhere else oh steffers i know i don't burn or tan though so that's what everyone says you still need it okay i'm not gonna mom you let's move on okay so Hagrid's is a must-do. I would say that the queue for Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is a must-do. The queue is a must-do. The ride is not a must-do. The ride will make you vomit. Unless you like have a high tolerance. Hold on. Let me let me preface this, people. When the ride first opened, back in the wee wee, when I was in middle or high school, whatever age I was. Sorry, everyone who's listening to this, that's maybe a little bit older, Frank. The ride was not always nauseating. Or maybe my tolerance for motion sickness, like maybe that was came into play at some point. But I don't remember it ever be as nauseating as it is now. Yeah. But the queue is 10 out of 10. What I will compare this to, because my husband loves like all rides. He doesn't get motion sickness. Simulators, he's not like a huge fan of in general. He literally felt super nauseous going on Forbidden Journey last two years ago, 2019. So he does not do that anymore. I would compare this to Simpsons. Simpsons also now makes me nauseous, but I think it's because the screens aren't like HD, like clear. Like it's just not, it's just not fun for me. The screens are not very good. Yeah. So if you've been on Mummy recently after, I want to say they start, they did this at the beginning of the summer, they updated the screens on that. Not that Mummy ever made me nauseous, but if that picture quality, let me tell you, it's HD, like the color is crisp. It is 10 out of 10. If they did that to Simpsons and Forbidden Journey, maybe it would make it a little better. Will they do it? Probably not. They should just, though. They, I mean, those I are mean, huge screens though to update. Correct. So I don't know. I don't know the logistics of doing such things. I know I am not the only one that thinks these things. I mean, a lot of people skip Simpsons nowadays. I miss Back to the Future, and I know that the the quality of the video wasn't always there, but it never made me as nauseous as it does now. So I can do Escape to Green Gods. Love that. um, We'll get into that. It makes me 
eh, a little bit, but I am someone who gets migraines and they say that there's a big correlation between migraines and motion sickness. I also get very motion sickness. So I just have them both. Um, did you not puke after riding forbidden journey? I did not puke, but I pretty, I'm pretty sure I took a Dramamine and I had the C bands that I wore around my wrist and I still was extremely motion sick, um, to the point where I just finally closed my eyes and I'm like, I can't do this. I'm checking out. (laughs) I'm done. So now if I want to do Harry Potter and the forbidden journey, I just right before the ride, I just have to say, okay, I need the chicken door. And it's not because I'm scared. It's like, I just don't feel like throwing up today. And there's so many other rides I want to do, but the queue is so good because you're going through the castle of Hogwarts. Queue is amazing. It's a must do. Correct. And you can go through the queue and not ride the ride. Right. It's not a big deal, but we do suggest if you're going to ride Forbidden Journey, just like prepare yourself, make it one of the first rides of the day. You haven't really eaten. Maybe yeah. You first or very last. Coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, don't have a full coffee. No, no, don't, no. Don't, don't do, do coffee. with coffee. Mm-hmm. I will say like, if you're someone who gets motion sick, that's one of my biggest tips is do not eat before any of the rides that you think are going to make you sick or drink. And then afterwards, yeah. drink your water and whatnot. That's a whole another conversation, motion sickness. Wow, we could really go into we many could. tangents we here. Could. We but could. We'll just bring Angela back for more. Well, yeah, we'll do my That's just how this going to go. I oh. have a reel about it in the meantime. Oh, she also does. I do. Well, she'll plug herself at the end here, guys. Um, Hagrid's does not use Express. Hagrid's does have a single rider line. Is it always open? I think now it is. Yeah, but COVID kind of messed that up for a while. It's very confusing how that works. Forbidden Journey does have Express and a single rider line. I don't, I've literally done that ride maybe a handful of times and I've learned my lessons. <laughs> That's the tea on that. I just want to make sure you guys know. Also, if you haven't read my blog post or if you haven't seen anything I post on the internet, the top three hotels, Hard Rock, Portofino Bay, and Royal Pacific offer express with your stay for Mm -hmm. the day of check-in and the day of checkout. So even if you are staying somewhere else and you can swing one night, you get an express is cheaper. I would just do it that way. That's just my hack of the day. And you can leave your stuff if you're like going to the park right before you're going to the airport or before you leave. You can leave your bags at the luggage services. They're very nice people. I highly recommend doing that. So you get two days worth of Express Pass for staying one night. Correct. Oh, nice. So as far as dining when it comes to Hogsmeade, I feel like if you're a big Harry Potter fan, you have to do Hogshead and Three Broomsticks once. But I wouldn't say you ever need to do it again. Okay, that was, I was like, you started this conversation and my face twitched for everyone who can't see my face. I agree. Like the butterbeer, you can get other places. Um, right. And like, we'll get to that when we talk about the other side. But the food's fine. If you're into that kind of food, eat there exactly. as many times as you want. I mean, the fish and chips, from what I hear, because I'm not a fish person, I hear it, they're delicious. And I feel like, you know, from the books and the movies, it's like, oh, they talk about these places a lot. You know, go there just to, you know, experience it. But if you're going back, I don't think you need to go these places again. My tidbit would be for this. I agree wholeheartedly with Angela Dahlgren right now. But there is a good deal. I think it's at the Three Broomsticks. It might be at on the other side where, you know, you guys can fact check me later. There is like a really good like family style meal that 
if you're like a family of four or something like that, you can split the meal and it's a pretty good value. If you are trying to budget save on your trip, maybe do that if you um, like that type of food. I mean, I do like that type of food. Would I want to eat it every single time I go? No. Would I eat it really ever? Probably not. I have been there. The, the food is fine. Like quality wise, it's fine. It's just right. not. It's fine. It's fine. It's just not. It's fine. <laughs> Universal, I will say this right now. Universal, you're not really always there for dining. I know literally five people in my head right now that are saying Universal food sucks. I don't find that it sucks. But it's like just if you're fine. That's theme park food. That's all I'm gonna say about that. There are places in City Walk that are great that I highly recommend. I also have a blog post on that. You can read that later after listening to us. But yeah, the, the food's fine. If you want like the ambiance, there's a cool beer um, that you have to ask for the three beers separately, but it's like the Deathly Hallows. That's the quote unquote secret name of it. Butterbeer, you can literally get at any cart outside. Right. Or you can go to, there's some little, like the the bars themselves. If you can just walk up to the bars, they 90% of the time have butterbeer back there too. I'm team frozen butterbeer, but that's a debate for another time. Frozen, frozen's the best. I'm sorry. It just is. I haven't tried hot yet. I was supposed to try it in December and I never did when I went to the Orlando Informer meetup. It's fine. I never, I'm not a big like hot beverage person. I'm like a cold, cold stan. I feel like I just have to get this off my chest. It has bugged me forever since the conception of the land that Ollivanders is in Hogsmeade. It doesn't belong there. And I feel like at this point, it just shouldn't be. I know for like lines sake and how busy it gets, it needs to be there, but it's not like canon that's in Hogsmeade. But that was first, so maybe they didn't know they were going to do a second. You know what I mean? You, you don't know. They're like, I mean, they probably did know, so I really have no excuses at this point. I, I still have not purchased a wand, everyone. I was going to do it in June. I did not do it. I still had some identity crisis issues with what house I was in. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to just buy a wand and just not. On that price tag. Well, yeah, it ain't cheap. And really, what am I going to do with it at home? However, I go there enough that like, it kind of, yeah, it kind of makes sense. It'd be cute for like photos and stuff. But Jackson's not a huge Harry Potter fan. We're not going to talk about that. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a clause in our marriage, our vows. Sorry, we didn't even do vows. So let's not talk about that either. I'm moving on. But I'm sorry for your wand Ollivander situation. I will suggest this. This is my must do, but this really depends on when you have free time and when you can go to the parks. But Christmas and literally everything Harry Potter is beautiful. So good. That is my must do. I have started taking trips in December now. Uh, and the, the holiday decor starts like end of mid or end of November. So you can also plan your trip accordingly that way. The dates kind of fluctuate, but it is so beautiful. The lights and like the decorations, it's just must do people. It is must do, especially at night when everything like lights up and you just feel like you're in a completely separate place. Then, like, I mean, separate from the parks. As an aside, like, Grinchmas and Susan mm-hmm. at Christmas, mm-hmm. very, oh, so good. So good. My Sorry favorite. if you heard that swallow, but that's just how that goes here. Okay. Um, My must-do mm-hmm. is taking the Hogwarts Express between- That was my next like, thing, too. Okay, yes. I feel like the Hogwarts Express, at least one way, is a must-do for me. 
but it's two different experiences. So if you could do it both ways, I highly suggest doing it both ways. You do need a park to park ticket Mm -hmm. in order to ride this quote unquote ride or attraction. Also side note, we did not talk about the shows. That's because they're not must do's for us. If you're in the go ahead, but that's not us. Completely agree. Not must do's. I can't remember which way I enjoy doing the Hogwarts Express more. I don't want to say when it's Hogsmeade to, or no, when it's Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade, I want to say is my favorite. I just think it's a great time to sit down, get some AC and kind of just quote unquote experience the magic type of thing. feel like I agree because I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Isn't. Hogsmeade to Diagon Alley, fake Hermione, her voice, one of those. I, I think uh, that's it. Yeah. And I can't, I can't no. with fake Hermione. It's not her voice. You can't, you can't blame her. No, that would be. It's not my vibe. That would be Hogsmeade to Diagon Alley. Is it? I, I couldn't. I last went on it in June. I can I could not remember. Is it? All right. Fact check. I know someone is going to fact check this. But yeah, there's. There's a fake Hermione, people. That's we don't talk about we have that. An imposter. We don't talk about that. Ever. No, not into it. My number one must do is escape to Gring or escape from Gringotts. I always say two Gringotts, but why are you escaping two when you're trying to get out of there? It's this a good one, but not like it's not my must do. But I definitely think you should do it. This is in my top like five favorite rides at Universal. Really? All right. Yeah. Mm, it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. It's not mine just because I'm someone who gets uh, sick easily. That's fine. I guess. I'm judging you. But it's a good one. Still judging you. It's fine. And that dragon outside when it blows fire scares the crap out of me every time. I never expect it. There's literally, it literally gives you little growls. Like it prefaces it's fire. It's that is a must do as well. If you haven't, yeah. at least once, you know, stare at the dragon, take a photo because that's just kind of like a staple. Like, and it's so cool. I made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Escaped Green Gut from, from, I always say two, two. Yeah, uh, see? It's a good one. For some reason, they have Bill, Bill Weasley as like the main character, mm-hmm. which I'm always like, maybe they couldn't get the top three for this one. But yeah, he's like the main character. But he's he like the, the response. Yeah, the responsible one. That's you know. He works why are you gonna put the goblins? Yeah, but yeah. So why is he gonna? Why is it gonna be anybody else, ma'am? I, mean, I guess I just I don't know. It's just an interesting choice. But no, that is a great ride. It and is. you get less sick than Forbidden Journey, so definitely think that it's worth. Oh, a hundred percent. Also, speaking of motion sickness, Angela mentioned C bands and Dramamine. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. I after I said it, I was like, hmm. I use motion sickness patches. I'm actually going to link them on my website. Um, I get them off of Amazon. Mm. And if you want to buy them off of my website, there's a link. It's an affiliate link. But they saved my life. They I just put them behind my earlobes, both of my earlobes, and I'm fine. I can typically ride Hulk to at least two times. Velocicoaster, I wore them and I was fine after Velocicoaster as well. My one suggestion is make sure you're just staying hydrated and that will help yes. a lot as well. They really dehydrate you. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed. Shout out to Theme Park Wifey, aka Theme Park Rob's wife, Tracy. After we rode Velocicoaster, she had bottles of water and that saved my life. Yeah. 
Yeah, they'll make you really dehydrated. If you have not done this before, your first time going into Diagon Alley, there is a phone booth. Oh, yeah. Dial, go in the phone booth, dial magic. Mm-hmm. And you get a little message from the Ministry of Magic. That is a must-do for sure. Also get a picture with the night bus. Get a picture with the conductor of the Hogwarts Express. That is once you enter Diagon Alley. Those are like the top things that you need to do. The conductor is like, you know, like when you enter Diagon Alley, maybe that's Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. That's Hogsmeade. Uh, Before uh, Hagrid's. Yes. Yes. You're right. So going back to Hogsmeade, there's going to be the actual Hogwarts Express and it's going to be smoky. He's cute. He like talks to you. Yeah. There's I've only seen it as there. a male, but like, and maybe there's a female version as well, but right. they're very nice people. Get your picture with them too. But mm-hmm. uh, the night bus is outside of Diagon Alley. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, get your picture taken with the little head in the bus. They're very on brand. I'm just going to say that. So I don't remember. Really Stan, Stan Shunpike. Mm-hmm. Out there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Okay. Mostly. My must do, I'm going in to Diagon Alley. Go in. Yeah. Because I will forever be a stan of this and it'll always be my must do at an Orlando informer meetup is getting Florian Fortescue's ice cream. Yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. What I flavors love, do you get? There's a uh, caramel something, something. Okay. Caramel. There's a something caramel that I get. Maybe okay. it's a blondie. I don't even know. I don't get butterbeer ice cream, people. I like, why would I do that there? That's no. not a thing. What's the other mainstream flavors? I get I, a mainstream flavor and then I get like the salted caramel on top of it. I am a chocolate chili Earl Grey and Lavender person. The most people are. I That's just, I do. Oh, salted caramel blondie and I get sticky toffee pudding. Oh, that's that would go well together. Mm-hmm. No, you have to go to Florian Fortescue's. I went years without going there. Mm. Such a waste. Also, I think it's either, oh, I think it's the Fountain of Fair Fortune. I think you can get cider, hard cider there and a shot of fire whiskey in there. And mm. that is surprisingly like super good. I mean, yeah. Hello. How like, could you go why wrong? wouldn't it be? I think most really oh, I don't want to say most places but I feel like most places will do that for you maybe I'm wrong but I've seen well, people that, get it I guess that's where I tried it so I just I maybe you could probably do it at the hopping pot too now that I think about it hopping pot I think a lot of people do it there maybe what I'm wrong that? don't don't quote us you know try to both places report back you guys Let also me know. I will say leaky I feel like I like leaky cauldron more than three broomsticks but it's maybe I'm wrong bigger. I don't like the atmosphere it's too big for me Oh, see, I like big. So my thing is, is when I went to Hogsmeade and the Three and Broomsticks a long time ago when it wasn't as, well, it was always popular, but when it just didn't always feel as crowded as it does nowadays, I just feel like I can breathe more Yeah. in the Lakey Cauldron, but, may, but maybe atmosphere wise. Yeah. It's, it's I'm all, all the same, all the same foods, people. It's not, I don't think there's anything different. Maybe there is. No, it looks, it looks it's all like the, the same. exact same. Yeah, so just it's just one. on the other side. <laughs> just pick one. Um, I think right now, I'm, you're listening to this episode in 2021, so we're just going to assume. Right now, you need a reservation for the Hogwarts restaurants. I think it's Three Broomsticks, but it also could be Leaky Cauldron. I'm not 100% on that, mostly because I don't eat there, and I'm so sorry for not researching prior to us recording this episode. But I know that they were doing reservations only and no walk-ups just because of COVID and kind of capacity reasons i get it whatever yeah you do what you gotta do like not a must do for me at all go experience it but i know i think i know what your next 
must do is, but you you can go ahead and say your next must do in case it's not. I don't know if you know. Okay, this is this is left field. So like Steffers and I for the most part would agree that like you don't need to do any of the shows. Just like walk past them. Eh. However, I made it a point. I'm like, I want to experience a little bit of each show just so I can have experienced them and be like, okay, yeah, this is good or not. I do think it's worth watching at least a little bit of the Celestina Warbeck okay. in the Banshees. Yep. 100%. Absolutely. They're so good. They're so good. If you're going to stick around for any show, pick that one because they're just like unbelievable. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I've seen it fully once or twice and then I enjoy it from afar the rest of the, of the times. Yeah. It's just with COVID, I'm just, you know, yeah, you don't want to Yeah, it's not, it's not cute. Um, they're taking precautions and everything, but you know, I just, it's also been hot. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. it's shady, but I just gotta, I've gotta go to Gringotts every single time. That's not what I thought you were going to say, actually, but that's a very... Oh, you got to go to the catch. money exchange every time. You uh, said green gods. Oh, yes. I would say don't go to, don't go to exchange your money. Go to talk to the goblin. I would suggest sending yourself a post, a post, uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah. Owl post. Yeah. Yes. I suggest doing that. The money thing, I don't like giving up my money in general. So trading my money for, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. So go to Green Gods, go to the money exchange and you can go to the goblin and you can ask him questions and he will answer. Unofficially, there's a person who's there behind the scenes, a curtain. Wow, way to like ruin that for people. Okay, well then edit it out. I'm not editing this out. So so the goblin will answer your questions. So come in with a good one. My aunt may or may not have asked like, what's the weather in Ontario? I know, super random. I think I asked like, can I work at Green Gods? Mine was really lame. But yeah, the goblin will answer. So don't go to exchange your money, go to ask a question. And then like Sephra says, go to the owl post. I will post and send yourself something and definitely do all of Anders for sure. Like do the show. Correct. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm looking at my other screen. She's little, she's a little self-conscious right now, people. I was kind of confirming where something was located. Borgen and Burks, I think it's an experience you should experience at least once. Yes. Nocturne Alley, that whole thing. But you will not be able to see in there for like the first 10 minutes you're in there. Correct. It's Correct. so dark. I also can't see in the dark in general. So going from very bright to very dark was also like a my eyes hurt thing. But it's an experience, especially if you love the movies, love the books. Just if you just love Harry Potter, like it's just nice to visually see something, in my opinion. And really take your time to explore and like notice little details because there's so much to notice in Nocturne Alley and Diagon Alley. So like give your eyes time to adjust, maybe go in Borgen and Burks because it's a little bit lighter in there and then go back out to Nocturne Alley and look around some more. Yes. Also, there's some really nice AC back there. So I highly recommend checking that out, especially if it's hot. Do I have another must? Mm. We didn't really give Ollivander's. The fair, the fair. Okay, let's go back to Olive Anderson. We'll we'll give it enough time. I've so I've actually seen the whole experience. The you know where they pick someone that's not me every single time. That's fine. I'm not mad about it. I've seen that show 
a good bit as the parks have gotten more popular. I haven't seen it recently, but I would put it on my must-do, especially if you have like a kid or especially if you just love like if you are a lover. Okay, not always. If if there's no kid in the group, then they'll pick one like an adult. But if there is a kid, they always pick a kid. Well, yeah, because Mm -hmm. they're because I'm always bitter about it. I mean, well, that's kind of the way the world works. I my thing is, is you do not have to buy a wand here, but the experience no. is a must do. Right. Exactly. The so, experience is really cool. Yeah. But like, I've done it a few times as well. You can do it more than once if you want. I would say if you go with any new person, definitely bring them to do it. And I will say that the store after and just in general, it gets really, really congested. So like right now during this time of COVID, maybe it's not the place you want to be. And it's a long wait right now because they're taking really small groups. Maybe that's not the case anymore because they've kind of loosened their restrictions, but it was where the lines were really, really long because they were taking smaller groups, but it is a cool show. So definitely do it at least once. Yes. And my, so there are, I'm going to shout out some people not specific people, just a generalized form of people. But there are people that like buy multiple wands or like have multiple wands and they get like cute little wand hangers. They get really into it and they they bring like wand holders, like a wand thing for like your belt belt loop area. Or maybe they can attach it to your purse, whatever. And I respect those people. I, this is just a, a side tangent. I really enjoy the people that take the time to really get into loving Harry Potter and like, wear the robe wear you know when it's like 100 degrees and they're wearing their robes that's a lot that's a lot I don't know I feel like I can buy a knockoff robe or I just can't the prices for me that's where that's where my mind is at I have since purchased you know Weasley shirt you know uh, Potterhead sweater like I'm getting merch but it's from small shops I'm not yeah specifically buying it from the parks i know that people have opinions about the author of the books but i just feel like i need more hufflepuff merch since i've finally accepted your accepted myself yeah correct so if anyone has any recommendations other than the parks because i can just go to the parks but if anyone has any recommendations on like merch like hufflepuff merch i know rick's flicks is always rocking a Hufflepuff shirt. I've met Rick's Flicks and he is very nice and so is his wife, Nikki. I always just have a grand old time talking about Harry Potter stuff, so. Well, I will say the only thing that I ever buy in the park, like mm-hmm. the land, the Harry Potter land, is um, candy from Honey Dukes. As you should. Or, I, I, you know what? I don't even really buy it from Sugar Plums. I guess I do sometimes, but that's the only thing I buy because I'm like, well, I guess I'll actually lose this. And I'm normally going without my kids because they're really too young to enjoy everything there. So I get the chocolate frogs. I get the the little peppermint frogs and the, oh, the bugs that have the pop rocks in it. You know what's really funny? I'm going to really just out myself right now. Do it. I, uh, I don't think I've ever bought anything from Honey Dukes. I don't think I've ever tried anything Harry Potter candy related except for Bernie Bots. Oh, I 100% spent like 70 bucks there. Yeah, no, I just haven't. No, I just haven't taken the time to really appreciate everything. The last time I was there, I took in more of the scenery, Mm. but didn't necessarily shop or go into many places i will say the one place that i have been in many times is the the weasley's wizard wheezes yes that and that place is wacky 
I, you know, this I mean, is how I, this is how I feel stuff. I feel like every time I go to the wizarding world of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. I always expect that I'm going to go and just like immerse myself and just like completely fall into the books and the movies and the land. And then it never happens. And then I always leave a little disappointed because like either I feel it's busy or I feel like there's other rides I want to go on. And I just like want to not feel that pressure with outside sources and just like fully like just like dive right in. And I feel like I have this mental block and I just want to not have that. I don't know so, how to do it. This is my suggestion. What? So episode four just released. I, I don't genuinely don't know when this episode, what episode this is either, but I was talking to Adam about going to the park solo. And you know what I think, Angela, as us being creators and as us just being us, I feel like me and you need to do solo trips together does that make sense like us two it's on a trip because one we can do things that no one's gonna stop like jackson's never gonna stop to do these things also every time i tell him to take my picture he rolls his eyes and he's like really let's like let's go and michael's Um, done with the parks he like doesn't even want to go anymore michael i'm gonna need you to check yourself (laughs) you need to calm down But there are, and then every time I go, like December is going to be a great chill trip because I'm going to have a lot of extra days where we can just have pool days or go to the parks, like, you know, a couple hours, leave, go to the pool, a couple hours, you know, we're going to have more time. But this next trip that I'm taking in less than two weeks, whoop, whoop, uh, it's going to be all about Halloween Horror Nights. And the thing about Halloween Horror Night trips, I get very controlling and very like, this is our plan. And this is, you know, I don't want to kind of take up more time than needed. Steffers, I worked for touring plans. I am all about sticking to a plan. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like the holding areas will open at like three o'clock. So you best believe that Steffers is only going to be at Universal or Islands of Adventure until maybe 12, one o'clock. She's going to go back to the hotel, change herself, and then be back by three like earlier than three because that's just well, you yeah you want to get we need to yeah yeah, yeah. got it this time we have express too so that'll be fine in terms of getting on rides but i'm very anxious so i just put a lot of pressure on myself december is going to be like the i'm going to do this relax vibe it yeah Hmm. Yeah. typically you can but if you're going for like a purpose like halloween horror nights i take that very seriously mostly because I pride myself in being able to do all the houses without express. And I'm trying to prove myself to a lot of people right now because I've done it in years past. What right. COVID looks like, I don't know. Sorry, we'll we went off on a side tangent. But then you but... can report back to people. Like this Correct. is field research. Correct. And I mean, I've done it successfully every single time I've gone to Halloween Horror Nights. So I'm ready to tell you what's up, guys. You're I'm just up being the ante this year. Always. I'm always up in the ante. Is there any other must-dos, shops, anything? You know, I, this is, this is also a little bit of a stressor for me when I go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is that there looks like there's a lot of stores Mm -mm. and some you can get into, but a lot of them are just fake storefronts. So I always think, oh my gosh, I have so many places to go. How am I going to see everything? And then you're like, oh, this is fake. That's just, I mean, it's just something where when you walk through, you're initially kind of overwhelmed. I mean, there's, there's quite a few stores, but there's not that many stores, especially at Hogsmeade. 
So that's going to take you probably less time to go through and kind of peruse than Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley um, will take you a little more time, I'd say. One thing that's a must do, in my opinion, especially if this is either your first time or like this is maybe your second or third time and you got all your gear and you're ready, I suggest investing in shutter buttons which is like the Harry Potter photo packagey type situation. I get the normal universal photo pass and I find that worth it. So I'm always going to suggest getting a photo pass or a photo package of some sort. Hmm. That's just me. But you can create a portrait of yourself that actually moves. It's like a cute little interactive thing. So you can act like you're like in like one of those newspapers or like portraits. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I haven't done it mostly because I don't think Jackson will care about it. So mm-hmm. we can do this yeah. on our trip. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, definitely. It's our work trip. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that for sure. I am I feel like there's so much and we only scratched the surface. I know. But we'll these were do- our like must-dos. Yeah, must these do's. are must-dos. And the thing is, is like, you know, I really like pumpkin juice, but a lot of people don't. So it's like, I would tell you to try the pumpkin juice, but I'm also really upset because you can't get the bottles of it anymore. And they were super cute because I had like a little pumpkin on top. So it's Can little things not? like that. Well, I haven't been able to find them at least. Personally. Are they not in the, are they not in the carts anymore? I haven't been able to find them lately. And I've I'm going to look for you. Look for I'm me because I know you can order them on the universal website, but I've not been able to find them in the parks, but I think you can get them at like the leaky cauldron or the hogshead or something. So you should be able to get them in the carts where they sell gilly water and butterbeer, like the butterbeer carts. That's where I used to get them and I haven't seen hmm. them lately. I'm going to look heard, for you. I feel like someone on Twitter told me they were like on back order or something, but um, I like it. It basically tastes like cold apple cider if you were to add some pumpkin flavoring to it. So I can imagine putting it in the microwave and it tasting really, really good. But again, everyone has different food and like drink preferences. So those kind of things I'm not going to tell you is like a must do, but definitely go to the ice cream shop because there's lots of different flavors. Ice. Let me tell you, I cannot stress enough how much I love this ice cream. Okay. I love ice cream in general. Like if Ben and Jerry's would sponsor me, I would literally be the the happiest person in the world. We're going to work on um, that. We're getting there, people. We're getting there. But injuries, please notice me. I love this ice cream and it's worth waiting in the line. That's all I'm going to say. It's worth waiting in the line. I mean, don't wait like two hours for this ice no, cream. People, but lately, like, there like hasn't been a line. I'd say like yeah. 10 minutes. And try all the flavors. Be a little daring. I know some things look a little meh, like this chocolate chili thing. I'm like meh, but I'm willing to try it. I'm just a creature of habit. So I always get the same exact thing. Same. Yeah. That's my problem. But. Right. That's just and a problem. with the chocolate chili, it basically tastes like a spicy cinnamon Altoid. Like that's the kind of chili they're talking about. And if you balance it with something that's really muted, like the vanilla ice cream, clotted cream, or like the Earl Grey and lavender, it's not going to be as aggressive for you. So like think kind of that way because they give you two scoops you can choose different flavors. Oh my God. I love, and the portions, honestly, you think that it's not a lot, but it's, it's a lot. I have a picture that I posted on my Instagram before I think, or I think it's on my blog. Maybe, I don't know where it is. I might post it again, but it's cute. It's a cute little Florian Fortescue's cup. You can keep it as like a memento of your trip and use it for some. I've never done that. I need to do that next time. Oh, it's really, it's very um, photogenic too. I mean, it's just like a paper cup. 
It's not anything fancy, but like if you're into Harry Potter and you maybe want to keep some mementos in there or I don't know, just rinse it out and you reuse. I'm, like team, recycling. I'm team who hash tin. Oh. That, that is very much a great souvenir. If you get that um, I, there are so many things I can say. There's so many tangents. We're talking about Harry Potter though. We need I'm to, gonna, I'm going to come back. I have to come yeah, back. We just, there are so many tips, tricks, and things I'm thinking of right now. Also pro tip fun tip any tip say you uh, have an extra day but you don't have an extra park ticket day you can go to city walk and go to this universal Studios store in city walk and purchase a wand you do not have to get them in the parks themselves yes also city walk the universal store in city walk has other universal merch it's huge and it got bigger and there's also a legacy store now if you haven't uh visited the legacy store it is very i i enjoy it because i like all the throwback stuff quote-unquote throwback so you can do that as well i don't is there harry potter stuff in there i don't know there, if there's harry potter it, there is in that main shop uh i am a huge uh jurassic park same legacy shop that just like got me mm-hmm. going i loved it i need um no one else is going to be able to see this but i'm going to show angela my wall here that missing spot is going to be jurassic park i just it, haven't as it as it should be she has a yeah. wall of uh universal posters uh, yeah. posters so yeah i don't know if they're doing a poster for this year's halloween horror nights i'd be also down to buy that as well i just don't know where i'd put it doesn't it. belong my, there though i mean no like i have more i have a okay, lot of wall good. space here i feel like we're forgetting a harry potter thing though to be honest with you you know we if we think of anything we will just Post it on Twitter, Instagram. You'll have to come back because we have so much more to talk about, evidently. I know, so much. Plug yourself. Do your things. Where can people find you? Okay. Well, I'm on Instagram a lot. That's just Angela Dahlgren, D-A-H-L-G-R-E-N. Steffers and I do a lot of collabs on there. So if you have ideas for us, yeah, just let let us know. Um, I'm also on Twitter with uh, Angela underscore Dahlgren. I have a podcast with Jen Snyder. She's part of the Dillos Diz. They are theme park Thursdays with the Dillos Diz. Our podcast is Magical Mommy Mondays. And we're on TikTok with the same name. And I think that's everything. Yeah. I think so too. Thank you to being here again. Everyone go follow her. If you don't follow me on socials already, you should. I'm Adventures with Steffers on Instagram, AsianZing95 on Twitter. Make sure to check out my blog to read all those trip hacks that I've posted. Um, there's a collab with Angela on there already, adventureswithsteffers.com. My podcast, also you can listen to it on there instead of Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to on it. You know, there's also just many avenues. I also have uh, Amazon affiliate links now. If you want to buy stuff for your upcoming trip, you can check that out and see if I have something useful for you. No matter what episode number this is, make sure to tune in to the next one. Thank you for listening and have a great weekend, day, afternoon, night, whenever you're listening to this. Bye, guys. 